the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money. Invest in more. What's on your financial mind? We can talk about anything on the show, especially about getting you to retirement. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I love it when we get calls. I don't think we get enough calls, but I love it when we do. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, One of the things I like talking about is this grand idea that we basically work until we die. And one of the things I like talking about is the romantic side of let's get you to retirement. It's not fun. I guess it's not even romantic, but... I want all of us to have some sort of nice retirement in some way, shape, or form. And sometimes I hear concepts that I'm like, I want to share with you. I heard Rick Edelman recently talk about um, the concept of college is no longer important for you to have your career. And I was like, whoa, does he really want to say that? I get the idea that in the world of money and retirement and issues along those lines, that obtaining a college degree sets you up to ascend the corporate ladder. I get it. Um, the convention out there is, you know, starting to change, though. Um, I've got friends who went to college four-year degrees, and they do commercial lending. I'm like, is there a degree in commercial lending? And there's really not. But there's a degree in I know how to get my stuff done and turn it into a professor for four years in a row and not get kicked out of school and get a degree. So the notion of going to college and emerging age 22 with something in your field now is a lot less important than it used to be. So there's technology now that's going to keep us alive longer than ever. 
there's advancements in skills and knowledge that we have to continue to push ourselves on to remain viable. <clears throat> and there's a lot of things going on out there like sabbaticals. So the idea of taking a sabbatical was a crazy notion to me 10 years ago. But now I'm like, whoa. <clears throat> the idea of <clears throat> working until the day I die now is is a lot more real for a lot of people. So if you can earn an extra twenty, thirty, or forty thousand dollars, and again, just the the easiest concept of it is is that when you retire now, I don't see it as a pure retirement anymore. Do you? I see some people, um, for instance, my radio producer. He could be the kind of guy who picks up side jobs well into his eighties, kind of thing. Um, having that audio, having that skill in audio and video is is pretty powerful. So I don't think we're going to really save up as much money as we used to and then retire for 20 years. I think a lot of us are going to have, you know, prolonged careers. So some of the advice that I'd want to go back on and start thinking more and more about is Social Security is going to be around. We know that on some way, shape, or form. If Social Security were to go away, you'd see riots in the street, right? So you'd see... Those damn dirty apes in control. And maybe there there are, right now, maybe in Congress and the presidency right now, maybe there are damn dirty apes in control. But Social Security, I think, is going to be around. So I look at Social Security and I go, Social Security is going to be my health care costs. I don't look at Social Security and think it's going to be my vacation costs in retirement. I don't look at it and think it's going to be my food costs in retirement. I look at it as saying, okay, it'll cover my Medicare, Medi-Cal, Medicaid, whatever situation that I fall into. I feel pretty good about that. However short on funds that the Social Security Administration may be, right now there's like ideas that will only pay about 75% of current benefits when it's depleted in 2034. And I'm like, 2034? That's way off in the future. Oh, no, it's not. That's 15 plus years from now. I don't think it's all roses, but I don't think it's going to go completely away either. Something that I really, really, really believe in is it's okay to live a little bit. Um, I like women in cowboy boots. I know you're saying, what does that even mean? Well, I, I don't think cowboy boots are a necessity. <laughs> I don't like horses. I don't like Sarah Jessica Parker in cowboy boots. Um, but I think it's kind of cool. One of my favorite sayings is sometimes take a pie in the face and sometimes you're hip deep in pie. Um, I love pie. I don't mind that. And I think it's okay to live a little bit. And like I said, there's absolutely no reason in the world to wear cowboy boots. None whatsoever. It's not like we're on the ranch anymore. It's not like the rattlesnake's going to bite you in your ankles and your, your boots can save you all of a sudden. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there are rattlesnakes out there. I don't know. I haven't really thought this one through. But... I don't want it for my whole life. So I want to live a little bit of it now. And if I can go to a bar with you wearing cowboy boots, I'd be the happiest man on the planet. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Um, another rule or thought about retirement is that there's no rules about retirement. So the whole idea that a million dollars is going to get you $40,000 a year. That's the 4% rule. You can live off 4% of your savings. That's not bad. Um, but it's just more of a start than it is actually a science. And 
it, it frustrates me because I see some people send me emails like, I have X amount of dollars and I have this, 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 and I'd really like to work with a CFP, but I don't really want to work with a CFP. I just want to know if I'm doing okay. I'd work with a CFP. Because I don't think there's any rule that you can feel really comfortable with out there. There's absolutely no denying the importance of making your retirement dollars last. So that's, again, why I go, maybe you're going to work till the day you die. Maybe you are going to work at a $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 year job. And that's okay. Here's another big rule that I'm wildly in favor of. Retirement looks different for everyone. I get up at 4.35 in the morning. And I absolutely hate it. I don't say that out loud very often. I'm looking forward to a day where I don't actually have to get up. Where I could actually go, huh, I wonder what's on my phone. And I just stay in bed. I work East Coast time. And I absolutely hate it. Um, not like in the pure sense of hate, but in kind of the sense of I, I look forward to not having that responsibility. I look forward of not going, okay, it's 6.53. Do I have enough caffeine? It's 6.54. I'm walking up and parking. It's 6.55. Now I'm actually in the building and putting in my password. It's 6.56. I'm getting ready to go on air. <clears throat> I'm doing this stuff. <clears throat> I'm doing my... So retirement looks different for everyone. I think mine's just going to look like I don't have responsibility for a while. I've worked East Coast time for how long is it now? 25 years? That's crazy. I live in the West Coast. And I'm working East Coast time. Which is okay, because like I said, it gets me to the gym a little earlier in the afternoon than most people. So retirement's going to look different for everyone. And some people are going to go out and spend a lot of money. I'm just not going to have responsibility for a while. Investment returns are important as you're accumulating wealth. Investment returns aren't as important in retirement if you've done everything right. That's another lesson I've learned. It's really about not losing money. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show. I have always got events coming up, and if you ever want to go to an event of mine, just put in the radio code, uh, promo code RADIO25. RADIO25 gets you in for free. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mr. Robinson. AM 1220 KDOW. It's the Friday Ice Report. Friday Ice Friday Report. Old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. yeah. Your San Jose Barracuda hockey updates. Heartbreaker of a game last night. San Jose Sharks lost in overtime to the Edmonton Oilers. The momentum switches back. Oh, man, what a game that was. If you've never seen playoff hockey, it's one of the best things on the planet. And the AHL affiliate of the San Jose Sharks are getting ready to start their postseason as the number one seed, which is pretty darn exciting. Joining us now to talk a little bit about that, Nick Nolenberger from the San Jose Barracuda. How are you, Nick? Good. How you doing, Rob? Good. Now, you're the voice of the, the Barracuda. In your first year, you um, happen to be the good luck jinx, so you're not allowed to quit. You're not allowed to move on. You're not allowed to take another job. We kind of need you to stay exactly where you are because that's how playoff hockey works, right? Yeah, it's, it's been all me. It's been all me. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully uh, you know, I'll get credit where, where credit's due. With that said, Western Conference regular season champions. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been one heck of a ride. Uh, team missed out from... 
from the top seed in the in the American Hockey League by uh, uh, four tenths of a percentage point. So it, it was really close to taking the overall uh, regular season record. But now that you jump into playoffs, none of that stuff matters. It's you know it's kind of uh, everybody's uh, starting the same point and. You know, you kind of got to forget what you did in the regular season and, you know, just wipe this league clean and, and start over. Now, you're starting the playoffs this Friday at SAP Center, and there's plenty of great tickets available. And, again, every seat at SAP Center is awesome, especially for their Barracuda because it's AHL hockey, and it's not as crowded as NHL hockey, but it's close. So it's, it's a pretty darn exciting environment. Um, I love the food. I love the parking. I love, like, everything about it. Um, it's a good environment. So you're going up against the Stockton Heat, the dreaded Stockton Heat, which... I refer to it as Stockton as the armpit of California. If you want to use that on the air, you're more than welcome to. I appreciate that. I don't know if I can sneak that in. That might not be uh, the, the best idea for me from my standpoint, but it, it's going to be a heck of a series. These are two teams that just don't like each other a lot. Um, San Jose during the 12 games that they played each other, because they play each other quite a bit being as close as they are. And 330 uh, uh, penalty minutes for the Barracuda during, during the 12-game season series. And just two teams that just, you know, don't like each other very much. They mix it up. Uh, you know, it seems like after every whistle, there's something going on. And, um, even the coaches were getting into, into it the last time uh, they played. So um, they're expecting, you know, a kind of a, a dogfight when these two clubs get together. Right. I think from a San Jose standpoint, it's just uh, try to avoid that stuff. That's more of what Stockton likes to do is, is mix it up. Uh, maybe not the high-end skill that the Barracuda have. So, that you know, they're trying to get out of your skin, get you off your game. So, uh, for sales, I think the key for the series is just kind of avoid that stuff. Or you're, you know, no matter what happens, try to, you know, try to skate away from the play, try to, you know, not not get involved with in that stuff because as soon as you do, you know, they kind of have the edge on you. Okay, I've, I'm going to be gluttonous. I'm seeing that one of the promotions for Friday night is $2 beers and $1 hot dogs for the playoff game. That's pretty good, right? That's not bad. Yeah, it's the first time we've ever been able to do the $2 beers, so there's a lot of pulling strings to get that. We're trying to pack the place. $10 tickets, $1 hot dogs, $2 beers. I don't think you can beat that. And it's good hockey. I mean, um, as Roy Somers talked about, he was on a, on a radio uh, show just the other day, and, you know, it's not it's not the Stanley Cup playoffs, but it's pretty darn close. It's just as intense. You know, these guys are putting it on line. They're blocking shots. You know, they're doing whatever it takes. Um, to propel their team to victory, so um, not only are you getting in for for a pretty affordable price, um, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy some really high end hockey. You're killing me. Roy was on a radio show that wasn't mine. <laughs> killing me. Yeah, we got to spread. You know, we got to spread his wings. We got to get him out. You know, out and about. Killing me. So um, <laughs> going to the playoffs. Um, obviously, this is going to be a a round of seven against Stockton. Um, and I, we feel pretty good about the first round because, again, we have that history. We've had a good season. We've got some uh, players like Troy Grosnick, a goaltender who had just an amazing season, 10, 10 shutouts. That's tough to do. Yeah, Stop a little rubber puck from getting underneath you. Yeah, times. it's been it's been a great year for Troy. It's been a great year, you know, for the team overall. And you know, with all the success in terms of win losses that the team has had at the end of the year, there's a lot of guys honored from the league. Uh, Troy was named goalie of the year. Uh, Danny O'Regan was named uh, rookie of the year in the American Hockey League. Uh, coach Sommer was named coach of the year. And um, you know, when you have the season, the season success that this this group has had, it's it's uh, pretty awesome to see the league recognizing it in terms of a little bit of hardware for those guys. But for Troy, yeah, it's been an unbelievable year. We've talked about. Um, during the broadcast, uh, is ten shutouts. He's just the fifth goalie in AHL history to do that. It's the eighty-first year of the American Hockey League, so it just kind of gives you an idea of what type of season he's put together. And uh, it's been pretty fun to be a part of it. And 
you know, they're really uh, relying on Troy to, to get him to promise land. You know, every year you see it, a hot goalie can take you a long way in, in playoffs. And, and uh, you know, San Jose is kind of banking on number one to do that. People can get tickets for Friday night's game at sjbarracuda.com. That's sjbarracuda.com. Now, going into the playoffs, um, <clears throat> we've seen kind of like the feast or famine with the San Jose Sharks on the power play. What, what's clicking right now on the Barracuda that we could be expecting to continue to click? Well, the power play going into the postseason, you know, throughout the year through the 68 games, they were second in the league on the power play. So special teams has been really a big key to the success this year. Um, you know, the, the penalty kill is a top 10 unit too. Um, expect, you know, San Jose to try to dictate play. They have a lot of speed. Um, Stockton is going to try to slow you down the neutral zone and they're going to do that by trying to get on you and bump you around a little bit. So San Jose is trying to, you know, try to stick to their game of using that speed, get to the edge, get the pucks deep and win those races to it. So, um, I think for the Barracuda, it's, you know, stick to the, stick to the game plan, do what you do best. And, you know, try to try to you know steer towards your strengths and avoid you know some of the other stuff that the stock is trying to control. But for San Jose, their success has come from really kind of doing what they want to do all year, not trying to mold or, or fit to an opponent. You know, just dictate play by by kind of sticking to the formula and, and playing their type of game. Now, one of the things that we talked about earlier in the season, we haven't talked about much since, is Roy Sommer as a coach of the AHL Barracuda. Um, winning as coach of all time in the AHL, and this year he won the Louis Pereri uh, Memorial Award for Outstanding Coach. Um, it's kind of important to have that consistency. He's been with the Barracuda and the Worcester Sharks forever. He's been part of the Sharks organization essentially since since day one, it feels like. Yeah, he's been up for 21 years, so he began as an assistant for a couple of years with the Sharks and then uh, took over after the two seasons as, a, as the head coach for the American League of Philly, and he's been that uh, position ever since. This is his 19th year, and this is the first time he's won that award, which is really amazing for a guy who has more wins in the league than anybody in its history, and you know, it, it's been a fun year, I think, for him, too. He's had some good teams, as he's mentioned, uh, over the last few weeks, but um, you know, as he looks back and, and the type of talent and the way that this team has come together, you know, it'd be, he'd be hard pressed to say this wasn't probably the best team he's ever had. So it's really excited for him. I think for a long time, the Sharks, you know, they were steering towards trying to win cups, which they still are, but they were doing it by kind of sacrificing what was down in the minors. And, you know, over the last couple of years, they, they, you know, kind of revamped, uh, you know, the minor league system, got more talent in and that, you know, this year, uh, Roy's kind of reaping the benefits of having a really good team and then, you know, being able to coach these guys, one of his, the youngest teams in the league. And, you know, Roy just turned 60 and, you know, there's no quit in, uh, in him. I don't, I don't see him, him, uh, hanging him up anytime soon. And he's still re- able to relate to guys that are, you know, 19, 20 years old, which is really amazing. Thanks for your time, Nick. Have a good series. Enjoy. Um, it, is it best of five or best of seven? So for the first round, it is best of five, and then from that point, the final three rounds would be best of seven. Gotcha. Difference between AHL and HL. I sensed that I had messed that up earlier in the segment, but we fixed it. So uh, best of five <laughs> starting tonight. Not, yeah, tonight. Holy mackerel. Uh, Barracuda begin the playoffs push at the SAP Center tonight. Tickets still available. $10 tickets. $2 beers. $1 hot dog. Is there anything better than that? Probably not. Um, take your family out tonight. This is a good chance to see playoff hockey, and there's nothing better in the world, in my opinion. Well, Game 7 playoff hockey is better than Game 1, but it's pretty darn special. You can find out more at sjbarracuda.com. It's sjbarracuda.com. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Check out sjbarracuda.com.
Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back again, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. I just did a segment with the voice of the San Jose Barracuda, Nick Nolenberger. And something I really liked about him was that this year when he became the voice of the Barracuda, he actually came in studio and wanted to meet everyone here at KDOW. And we're all kind of apathetic. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he did the right thing. I think it's super important that you teach your children um, to network. And it's super important to, you know, push that kind of do the things right way, in my opinion. Um, you never know. I keep talking a lot about retirement and issues along those lines. And some days I'll talk about stocks and some days I'll talk about the economy and some days I'll talk about retirement. Um, my goal is to change things up on a regular basis. So this segment, I'll talk a little bit about a stock, and I'll talk a little bit more about retirement. One of the things I said early on was that Social Security is going to be around in some way, shape, or form, and it's okay to live a little. I like women in cowboy boots. I know it's the dumbest thing in that world, but a skirt and cowboy boots, damn, that's a good look for me. Um, and again, their functionality of cowboy boots are, is it's probably close to stupid. They're probably not that functional. And yet, you got to live a little bit, right? Um, the 4% rule is a great place to start, but everything in retirement is kind of um, massageable, or it's, it's, it's more of an art than a science. So you got to be able to draw down assets for sure. And sometimes it's going to be more than 4%, and you just got to know that you have to have a really good budget in retirement. I think retirement's going to look different for everyone. I want to be a great grandparent. I think it's super important that children have positive influences in the world that are just positive, that aren't stressed, that aren't fighting, that aren't divorcing, that aren't under a a great amount of duress and and anger and, and frustration and affairs and stuff like that. I think it's important to have kids just have people that they love and respect and like they could always go to them. So I think investment returns aren't as important as you think they are in retirement. I think protecting your investments are much more important. Keep in mind that I think the idea of small changes add up, and you're going to feel overwhelmed. You know, some people are going to feel like they need, you know, a million dollars more to retire, and they're going to give up before they start. They're going to go, I'm never going to make that much money. Look at this. I only make $80,000 a year right now, and, you know, I, after my car payment, after my rent, after my every, I, I have nothing. you got to start with something. Um, I know many people from this radio show that thank me 5, 10, 15 years later and they go, holy mackerel, I got like $500,000 and it's all because I maxed out my 401k in down years and yes, I was irresponsible and yes, there's probably illegitimate children with my name. Yes, there's probably, uh, you know, all sorts of things going on out there, but I I do have something saved. That makes me feel good. So a little bit goes a long way. Someone who invests just $200 per month for 30 years and earns 7% 
will have more than $200,000 at the end. $200 a month. Now, you can find that, right? There has to be something you, you blow $200 on. Me? It's booze. What else do I blow $200 on? Cheap cigarettes. What else do I blow $200 on a month? Women. What else do I blow $200 on? A foot massage. What else do I blow $200? Like, you can find $200 out there. Or, as Tony Mendez, who could be the biggest financial idiot on the planet, drinks vitamin water. <laughs> That's not really fair. That's totally fair. You just opened it in front of me. Do you think there's really vitamins in that water? That's there's going um, to help you. Super, there's carbohydrates in it. There's yeah. some vitamin C, vitamin A. Sure. Okay. You can't say stupid. You know, my neighbors have like orange trees and stuff like that. So anyway, um, so vitamin water, not the best thing in the world. So I want to change the topic ever so slightly and say, you know, a little small things will go a long way. Um, the thing that I fear the most, do you want to know what the thing that I fear the most is? It's getting old and needing long-term care. Having seen my mother get old and it's not a pretty process. It sometimes involves, like, forgetting to take your medication. And sometimes it's taking too much medication. And suddenly your body's, like, in this crazy land. And suddenly, you know, you slip, you fall. You don't have a phone. You don't have the ability to call your kids because you can't get off the ground. You crap yourself numerous times. Long-term care is really important to me. I need it. I, I see that my mother needed it. My dad, nope. Uh, dead with cancer before 60. Boy, did he screw me, huh? I know you're saying, he screwed you because you have daddy issues? No, no, no. He screwed me because I have life insurance issues. If you have a parent who dies before 60, you don't have what's called longevity. And insurance companies are like, sorry, we don't want to insure you because your dad died at 58. And I do have daddy issues for the record. And I like fighting damaged people who need daddy issues because it kind of places my daddy issue. So anyway, um, long-term care is super important. The average stay is about 2.7 years in a nursing home. The total cost for 2.7 years is over 400,000 doleros. So you have to factor that in, right? It ain't cheap. Go into an old folks' home. I know. I know you're saying it's sexy. It's like Club Med. It's a lot of fun. You get all the pudding you can want. But uh, it's expensive. Home Depot is a stock that I want to talk a little bit about. So you see people own homes, right? Look around your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Um, everyone who lives in your neighborhood, you're going to see places that need paint, places that need cabinets. Places that need washers and dryers and dishes. So I think long term you could buy a company like a Home Depot. I know you're saying, is it that easy, Rob? Yeah. Yeah. I think you could own Lowe's or I think you could own Williams-Sonoma. There's other plays in the housing market for sure. But you could start stupid and go with a Home Depot. It's one business that I'm sure Amazon has done some damage to but probably not as much damage as you would imagine to other retailers. Because this weekend, if I need soil, 
I'm not calling Amazon. I'm going to go fire up my, my, my Tacoma. I'm going to go to Home Depot. I'm going to say, hey, um, you, get me some soil. And they're going to go like, um, no, go get your own soil. And I'll go get my own soil. So Home Depot, if you take a look at the stock chart, it's been pretty darn good. In the last five years, it kind of looks like the teeter-totter. You know, the teeter-totter where something's on the bottom and it goes up at a slow 45-degree angle. It looks pretty good. If you take a look at the last 10 years of Home Depot, um, if you go back to 2007, you're talking about a stock that was incredibly cheap and incredibly affordable in the $20 level. And then a couple of years later, it's in the $30 level. A couple of years later, it's in the $40 level, the $50, $60, $70, $75, $75, $80, $85, $90, $95, $100, $114, $115, $116, $117, $118, $119, $120, $121, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122, $122,
We'll explain how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to protect your estate from long-term care costs, and much, much more. Our afternoon seminar is all about investing for your first million. From 1 to 3, we'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio, from investing basics to 401ks, Roth IRAs, real estate, taxes, and investing tips. Two separate seminars, May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up for either event at robblackshow.com, only $25. For KDOW listeners, I waive the fee. Just use promo code RADIO25. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. So I just brought up a company... Home Depot, and I hope that you got the idea that I'm not pushing it on you, and I think you should always consider broker advisors for taking action on any stocks mentioned, but it makes sense, right? You know people who have yards, you know people who have walls, you know people who have, like, you get all this. I know you do. Um... Early retirement is a concept that scares me a little bit. I've seen a lot of people do it or try to do it. You get three, four, five million dollars. You're like, I can live off that till the day I die. And it's a great concept. You have a high powered career. You kind of want to throttle it down. You realized enough is enough. So you're retired age 50, 51, 52, and you think, you know, this is going to be great. Monday has become the best day of the week. Monday used to be the arch enemy for everyone in their careers because you work Monday through Friday. And thus, Monday is said first day of the week. So whether you're an executive or a lawyer, a financial planner, you know that Monday is that doom kind of day. But in retirement... It signals five days of peace and quiet. It signals that you don't have to go to work anymore. It signals like, ooh, the gym is less busy on a Monday. Stores are less busy. Restaurants are less busy. Everything's less busy. And you work, 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 work. So you can kind of get to the world of less busy. If you retire early, this is something that you have to expect coming up. Your friends didn't retire early. And they're still going to work. And they're like, Still in the rat race. I went to Breckenridge two years ago, and it was fantastic because it was me. It was two couples and and kids, right? No golf, no golf, no golf. I did see a bear, though. And by bear, it means totally something different in San Francisco when you see a bear and in Breckenridge when you see a bear. That's the type of bear I saw. In San Francisco, 
It's more like, hey, how are you doing, Rob? Uh, like, whoa, you got a lot of hair on you, dude. Um, so, okay, 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 wait, wait. So, in retirement, things are a little bit different. And I think there's even retiring from a lifestyle. So, okay, so I was in Breckenridge with uh, another couple. And a woman came up to us and go, y'all are from San Francisco. Y'all look stressed. I'm like, whoa. She's right. So... Growing up in Breckenridge or growing up in, like, I'm not going to say Weedville, but she's probably more a little chillaxed than everyone else. So when you retire, you're, you're going to be relaxed, but your friends aren't. So you have to kind of almost expect that. It's going to be different than ever. I think you're going to be busier than ever in retirement. Uh, when you work 50 plus hours a week for most of your career, you have a family, you kind of get into that hectic world and it's tough to change that hectic world. So you go from doing things that you had to do to doing things that you want to do, and you stay swamped. I like to paint. I like to draw. I like to sketch. Um, I don't have time for it right now. I look forward to the day that I do. So in retirement, hopefully, you can be in the best shape of your life. Because if you remove that stress of work 9 to 5, that may be a little surprise for you. That I go to a gym every day, and I'm stressed, and I don't talk to people. Um, and my gym is actually kind of like a country club, kind of tennis club kind of thing. It's the Bay Club. Um, and there's plenty of them around, and I'm not like going, oh, look at me, I'm hoity-toity. Uh, most of the people at this club are older at the time of the day I go. And I feel kind of good about it because they're all ex-Stanford doctors and firefighters. So I can have a heart attack there, and I'll probably be in good hands. Uh, if you know what I mean. The downside is is that uh, it's disgusting. Old, pe- old, old nude people at gyms. Disgusting. You're darn tootin'. I'm going to sit naked on this leather couch and open my legs so wide that you can actually see, like, no, I don't want, no, I'm no. I'm 87 years old. I've been around since dirt was born. He's 78 years old. He's been around since dirt's been born. He's got scars, like... One, two, three, and scars are funny things because like you could have a big pot belly and then they have to cut into you and like cut out your liver or something like that. And the scar that it leaves is like this weird pinching of, of, of fat left over. It's like, whoa. So needless to say, it is what it is, right? 800-516-1220. So in retirement, hopefully you'll be in the best shape of your life in large part because you have a lot of time. And you'll start doing things that are more cardio-driven, like hiking and things along those lines. So, um, also maybe cancer will consume that extra fat on your body and take things away. Um, in retirement, it's going to be fun because instead of wearing a suit and tie, which I love a nice suit, I love a nice tie. But in retirement, like you get to wear casual clothes. You get to wear yoga clothes and like get away with it. So, again, you, you lose that uptightness. You kind of lose that, that, that stress of, I have to do this. And it's, it's more of like, eh. You can kind of wear your Felix. Was it Felix? Um, <laughs> Oscar Madison shirts. <laughs> you can kind of get away with wearing those in retirement. <laughs> Hopefully in retirement, you can put all away everything petty in your life that you once got like family fights in 
and you just be kind of chill because you're closer to death and it's time to just like love your family, right? So retirement's going to look different than you think it's going to look. I just gave some good examples on that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. This is a damn sexy song. Boom, boom, boom. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.